the night is still young, and yet it flies by so quickly. Monday, June 13th, 2022. I'm Steven Sirski. Thanks for joining me. This here is my audio digest. I yik yak about some of the things that are going on here in Beijing, China, which is where I'm living at the moment, as well as some of the things that uh, I'm involved in, the projects and things that keep me busy, notably studying Mandarin Chinese and then also focusing on uh, computer graphics, special effects, and movie making and things like that. Kind of neat if you're into those sorts of things. Uh, yeah, it was a busy weekend. Uh, getting some videos posted and everything, finishing up some others. This one video, if you take a look, I've just posted it finally. I think it went up today or yesterday. I can't remember. Uh, it's called the Sour Strawberry. And I tried to do this several times. This video took me three attempts. And it took this video in particular, the one that I finally published, took me about six hours to complete. And the reason why uh, is because of... Um, I, the first set of footage that I used wasn't good. Uh, I was overly ambitious in the tracking or the uh, abilities for After Effects to track uh, the motion, um, like the motion within the frame. So I had to reshoot it, which wasn't that big of a deal. But then reshooting it, importing it, uh, and then redoing all of the... Um, the necessary uh, motion tracking, masking, everything. Uh, it took took a while because, I mean, I wasn't very familiar with... I, I knew what to do uh, or I had an idea of what to do, but I'd never gone through it before. So, uh, as I've mentioned with After Effects, you kind of need to know what you're looking for or know how to get the things that you need to do something in order to actually get it done. If you don't, it, it's a little bit daunting. I'm speaking, of course, uh, these videos are part of my May You Make Your Movie Video Challenge. Uh, so throughout May, the month of May, I was making a, a movie every day. Uh, and uh, like different challenges, different sorts of uh, uh, filmmaking or movie-making challenges that I, I came up with. You can see the the, uh, the other videos I posted on my website, stephenstersky.com. I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, no, sir, I have a YouTube playlist dedicated to it. I guess I should set up a channel for it. That would be a good idea. I also have an Instagram account uh, dedicated to it. May you make your movie. That's uh, where you can find all the videos uh, that I've done so far. And I'm going through the process of finishing up the ones that I haven't uh, finalized. And I'm almost there. A couple more and then uh, it should be done. Um, this weekend, uh, yeah, it was... Oh, we had a thunderstorm and a hailstorm last night. Crazy! Uh, we don't normally get hail in this uh, this city. We do we do get some uh, pretty violent thunderstorms, but uh, I mean nothing ever gets damaged in them. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> they get flooded. Uh, they don't get like struck by lightning or anything. But yeah, there is uh, f chances of flash flooding and things like that for any number of reasons. Whatever it is. Uh, that being the case, yesterday was uh, a heavy rainfall and then um, hailstones. Oh, they were about, what, what would you call it, two centimeters, a centimeter, 1.5 centimeters? We'll be generous on that. Uh, wide, which is like just under an inch. Um, so not quite an inch. Uh, but enough to make a big whack on your car, but not big enough to cause damage. I guess that was... a. Uh, a good thing uh and it also actually depended on where you were in the city my area we got these little ones um but out in the west 
there were some huge in Feng Tai district there were huge uh, hailstones so I'm imagining that there's going to be some um, I'm, I haven't seen uh, anything uh, in regard to um, like uh, damages that were incurred but I I was given I was shown some pictures of the size of the hailstones and yeah it was the, those like the size of golf balls or tennis balls that sort of stuff. Uh, at that size, yeah, there's there's damage, no doubt, happening somewhere. Uh, but yeah, so that was last night. Um, it was neat to watch. <laughs> Good thing I didn't have to go out, so that was uh, that was nice. Uh, but uh, the other big news this weekend is that uh, Beijing has reshuttered a bunch of. Uh, it was f- glorious freedom for a little while, and then it's like, no, you have the virus. You shut yourself down, and so that's what they did. Um, more mass testing. Shanghai got tested, and so <laughs> Shanghai's getting tested. Beijing gets tested. <laughs> uh, so I went again today um, because I had to go today. I get this text message this morning. Actually, I got it last night first, but this morning I get this text message saying, 13th to 15th, uh, please participate in the, uh, the district-wide uh, NAT testing, uh, NAT tests. Um, but some people are saying you don't have to, you just have to at some point go get tested. doesn't mean that you have to get uh, tested for three consecutive days, whatever. I can't argue because uh, tomorrow I am working and then Wednesday I actually have to go to the, uh, what's it called? The PSB. Is it the Public Security Bureau or the People's Security, the Public Security Bureau? And what do I go there for, you might ask? Uh, well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in like 30 seconds, give or take. So with all the SNAT testing that's going on, uh, Beijing has sort of um, gone back into this uh, uh, shutdown that was just lifted last week on June 6th. And so one week later, uh, we're seeing things are shuttered. Like uh, there's been several Starbucks that have been closed. There's one area near Hujalo or in Hujalo that's been completely uh, shut down. I think Carry Center and CBD, uh, they got shut down as well. Uh, and this again is because of close contact. I guess someone went to a club and then that sort of spread out. Now, I'm not sure how related all of those are, but it's all within that sort of same area. San Latoon to Hujalo isn't very far, and then Hujalo to CBD, Carry Center isn't very far. And if someone is making the rounds, like if it's a delivery guy even, not that I mean to blame them, uh, or someone, you know, um, going out partying and then, you know, has to work somewhere and then go get a coffee downtown or something. That's sort of like the connection I'm seeing happening. But anyway, uh, yeah, we are, uh, again, facing some lockdowns, but not so bad in the residential compounds themselves. Uh, Yeah, so Wednesday, PSB, what is this? So if you have never worked overseas, um, uh, are you lucky or not lucky? I'm not sure, because uh, one of the, the joys of being an expat is that you get to live your life by the sticker that's put into your uh, globally recognized sticker booklet, otherwise known as a passport. Uh, this is one of these things that's a form- it's not a formality. You, you need this, and you kind of wonder if it's so necessary. Why are these things made out of paper? <laughs> You know, water dissolves a lot of things, and because if you if you wreck your passport, I mean, they blame you for it. And it's like, well, you made it out of paper. What did you expect that it was going to happen, right? Anyway, not that anything's happened with my passport. Good. 
all new. It's still crisp and clean. Awesome. And on Wednesday, I give that to the PSB people. Uh, and I actually, I, I was thinking about this. Why do I go to the PSB again? I can't remember. Because uh, the company informed me today that the work permit is renewed, which now is, which now means I can go to the PSB to get the work visa. Yes, that's what I'm going for, is the visa. Yeah. Um, so this, in order to get a work visa, that is, in order to um, attain, acquire the right, achieve the the right, but uh, the privilege, not the right, it's the right, but not the obligation, it's uh, the privilege of being able to work in the country, um, is it the right? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, you have to go get this um, this this visa. You have to have the sticker in your passport. And uh, if if you don't have it, then if you are in the country working and you either have the wrong type of visa or you don't have a visa that like you're you're working and you don't have a visa for it, um, like you get dragged into the police police you get deported. I'm not sure how quickly that is. You might get fined and you could get blacklisted. So I mean, and it. it it is kind of serious, I guess. Uh, it sounds kind of serious. At the same time, if you know that you're working and you, if if you are working and you know you don't have a work visa, you kind of have to expect something like that to happen at some point. I mean, honestly, to, to be fair. Uh, for for example, actually, uh, last week when I went to go when I picked up my passport and then I had to go renew or redo re- update my uh, residence. Uh, what is it called? My residence. Not my residence permit. My resident, the little white piece of paper that you have to get uh, at the local police station. Um, and I gave her the new passport, and she's looking through it and going, uh-oh. So she gets on the WeChat, and she uh, is about to message someone. I'm like, hmm, that doesn't look right. Okay, I'll, I, do you want my other passport? She's like, ah, yes, that's what I need. I'm like, you know, I guess you're right. I should have handed them both over. <laughs> Uh, I guess she could have asked me to, but uh, maybe she was looking for the English uh, translation or something. But uh, yeah, so it's one of those things where if they don't find either the entry stamp or the work visa uh, or your your current visa, yeah, they uh, they have to start escalating the issue, and um, which means a whole lot of talking in Chinese that I probably wouldn't understand. That's above my uh, my uh, current HSK five level. Uh, so. Again, going back to if you've never worked overseas, there's a couple of things that you do need. One, you need an offer from a company. That company then has to sponsor a work permit. And then the work permit enables you to get the work visa, of course, which the company has to sponsor. So it has to go in that order. Uh, And then once all those three things are attained, you can actually work in the country. And this this process can take months. Like uh, it's been, what, a week for... Uh, for the, uh, the the work permit, and then it's going to take another 10 days for the work visa. And then, I mean, that's only two weeks total. Now, it also took five weeks or six weeks to get my passport. Um, so, yeah, I mean, things like that. It's uh, And if I was starting fresh, uh, as I had to do back in 2017 and back in uh, 2014, you need a police check. You like a police background check, and it has to be national, I think, and local. So you have to have local and national, uh, and then you have to get all these health checks, uh, which have to be sent over to, um, like whoever needs them. 
I'm not even sure if they look at they, they're screening for like um, STDs or like major communicable uh, diseases and stuff like that uh, HIV as well uh, so it's a lot of this formalities a lot of these things that you have to go through these uh, checks and balances uh, to making to make sure that they're going to get someone who's healthy and fit and can actually contribute to the country all that I mean I think to get to China it's, it was four months uh, prior to the pandemic now no idea because getting flights to and from the country are horribly difficult and I'm not even sure I'm not sure if everything's working as smoothly as it used to and is anyone hiring? And does anyone want to come to China? That would be the other questions I'd sort of ask. But yeah, lengthy extended work visa uh, sticker in your booklet process. <laughs> How's that? Uh, if you haven't had a chance, uh, the uh, I have also... No, I never put... Nah, see, this is what's happened, actually. My internet connection. I don't know what's going on again. Where I... I I tried to, I had this thing going this morning and it still hasn't uploaded, so I'm a little bit peeved. I wonder if it's the busyness. I will get these things uh, uploaded tomorrow morning. I think that might be the best time to sort of uh, get it all going. I neglected to post yesterday on my vlog, my language vlog. So if you're not familiar with what I've been doing, uh, I have a, a test coming up, a Chinese language proficiency test, Mandarin Chinese language proficiency test. Uh, in the middle of July and so in order to take this I this test I need to prepare obviously but one of the things I'm doing to prepare is make language videos and specifically in Mandarin Chinese so if you want to see me or hear me speak Mandarin Chinese you can go over to YouTube it's Stevens language acquisition vlog S-L-A-V. I should shorten that, I know. Uh, but uh, I've neglected to post yesterday, so I made a video today, but then I spent all day trying to get it uploaded. I never got around to making a second video to make up for the last one, so <clears throat> we'll see how I have to uh, remedy this. Maybe I'll have some more time tomorrow to get it done. Uh, all that being said, today, I uh, th this video that I'm trying to upload now, um, I sent my previous videos to some compadres around here for a little bit of a criticism and I, I i should have been a little bit more prepared knowing that sometimes criticism can be harsh and un, unrelenting it's like well, no, you're doing it wrong well what is it good no it's wrong and it's wrong so if it's wrong then you're wrong no way around it you're wrong okay <laughs> And so, um, basically, they were saying that my tones were terrible. I'm like, well, this, this is actually not really a surprise to me. Uh, what gets me about this criticism is that it's such a common criticism of someone's Chinese that it's a, for Mandarin Chinese, you have to be spot on with your pronunciation, or it's distracting, or even worse, it's just something that can someone can pick apart your language without really having an exact example. Like, well, it just sounds wrong. It's like, of course it sounds wrong. I, I haven't been speaking this language for almost four decades. I've been speaking English for that long, almost. Uh, so, you know, one of those things, like, my mouth muscles aren't exactly used to it just yet. Again, I've mentioned this before in terms of language learning, um, the uh, length of time that it can take to uh, sound a little bit better and is is Chinese 
is any language that you're trying to study, any language that I am trying to study, is it a short-term thing? Like, is it just for a little while while I'm in the country? Or is it a longer-term thing? Will I continue to use this language while, if, should I leave the country? Um, and this is one of the reasons I focus so much on character development and reading at the expense of pronunciation and speaking. And that is because I can take literature with me and I can access news more uh, and better than I could access speakers who would have no recourse to English outside of the country. Right, so if I leave China and I meet a Chinese person, um, they might be cordial towards me uh, in, in speaking Chinese for a little bit, but how fast will it be till they speak English? Now, again, it, it goes back to that your, your Chinese has to be spotless. Not like English. There's a lot of leeway with English pronunciation. Uh, you know, I sort of think, like, there's a lot of criticism criticism to, like, the Western way of, like, capitalism and stuff like that. And I go, if there's one thing that sort of that market system got right, it was the language. Like, English was, is the Esperanto that they tried to build. I don't know why they tried Esperanto. What it, um, kind of a, what academic thought that one up. Uh, but um, English is, you know, has a lot more leeway because a lot more people are speaking it. And so we're a lot more familiar with the different languages or different um, tonalities involved, different uh, accents and dialects that use uh, English to communicate. Mandarin Chinese hasn't hit that level yet, uh, as it is spoken mainly by people who live in the mainland of China. Now, this the version of that I'm learning, Mandarin Chinese, Tonghua, which is spoken mostly in Beijing, standard, out of a textbook. I mean, not only is it textbook style Chinese it's spoken in like the north of China and it's spoken in the mainland of China not so much in the southern part of mainland China which is more Cantonese uh, or Cantonese sounding they would know um, some Mandarin but they I mean it's they're two different dialects <laughs> same characters different pronunciations right uh, so yeah, that's uh, I, this video is. I, I, I uh, that was a long digression to say that this video is uh, that I'm posting at the moment uh, is a practice of my pronunciation. And so what I did is I took one of these books that I have, one of these Pinyin books, uh, Outlaws of the Marsh, I think it's called. And I couldn't. I tried to read the Chinese characters. I couldn't. Uh, so when you watch this video, you're gonna hear me butcher the title in Chinese. I know. I get it. Uh, and I do read the Mandarin Chinese opinion in a very exaggerated method. Uh, the reason I did that is because I wanted to focus on the pronunciation and I wanted to make sure that I was getting each and every tone correct. So when you watch this, you're going to you're gonna hear it and go, what what's he doing? Why is he talking like that? And it's because I am reading according to the tone in a very exaggerated manner. I'm not trying to be as fluent with my pronunciation for this particular video. So look for that. Uh, I have not put a link up to that on my website. I'm kind of wondering if I should link that to my website or if I should create another website for it. Uh, much like I was considering creating another website for uh, Maybe Make Your Movie as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll. I'll think about it. I don't know. Uh, it's a challenge and also I'll tell you the truth, the language vlog, I just kind of started it with the idea that I would start producing more language, more like 
practicing my language rather than not speaking so much. And so that's that's sort of what the uh, the main goal is. Anyway, uh, also, so uh, there you go. I'll end it there. I'm hitting the 20-minute mark that uh, so many people love. Uh, website has been updated with all my audio blogs and everything. So if you want to take a look at the or have a listen to the archives, the MP3 files are up there for you to download and listen on the go. Thanks for listening, folks. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stephensersky.com. That's it from me. Hope you had a great weekend. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.